0: The only way that I can elevate to the next level is to live in spirit and in truth. And that's even in our relationships. We got to be bone cold honest. And it's been super hard for me. But you got to, you know, don't no man want to go to that woman and tell him, baby, I love you, but I'm not happy. I'm suffering in silence. I've been suffering in silence for years. I don't like, I don't like. Have you had those conversations? I don't like the dynamic of this.
1: Star beams from Sirius are here, and we're here to touch your pineal gland. By the way, of cosmic conversations, and get you ready for enlightenment. Aquarius, you know we got the funk made. Aquarius, conversations real enlightening. Aquarius, this planet of lightning. Aquarius, it's time to do the right thing. Hey, hey, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's happening? It's your partner, Noble Pooh, also known as the Urban Guru sliding through Aquaman, Aqua Aquaboogie. It's the age of Aquarius, man. It's the age of Elon Musk, the age of SpaceX, the age of Blue Horizon, the age of let's go to Mars. You know, it's the age of space exploration. It's the age of Bitcoin, technology, cryptocurrency, NFTs, the weirdo, the inventor, the revolutionary, Bob Marley, Aquarius. I dare not mention or forget to mention rather a Lincoln. You know how I feel about that. G took one in front of his wife while watching a movie for a bigger cause. I can never, ever know how we say don't ish on my name. I can't never ever ish on that. But listen, man, shout out to Gates. I had to bring Gates through the Aquarius to open us up. Shout out to Gates. Shout out to the interview, the podcast on YouTube. We pulled that from. Shout out to Justin for sending me that Mike Rashid show we got that from. Man, we need to have cosmic conversations. Man, we really do. We need to go upstairs. I love to pick Gates, my boy. I'm telling you, we be upstairs all day. All right. But cosmic conversations, man, let's have it. So that's a heavy statement, ladies. OK, men. To understand that, wow, what do you say, baby? I'm not happy. I'm suffering. I've been suffering in silence for years. Ooh, man. See, when I hear conversations, conversations is really cosmic frequencies to me because a person no matter what they're talking about, I know that they're talking about a certain law, a planetary vibration, in a sense. So when I hear suffering, especially when your sexual partner, silence, those, those are key words for Pluto. Pluto rules sex, it rules suffering, it rules silence because it rules secrets. But there's another energy that I want to bring into the equation, which is Neptune, which rules imagination and it rules fantasy and it rules um, delusional. Spirituality. Deceitful. Illusion. Drugs. So it's a very cloudy energy. Very cloudy. See, my, my, the question that I've struggled with. How do you know if you're being hopeful, hoping to have that what I call the fourth quarter comeback, or are you, you freaking being delusional? Hmm? The fourth quarter comeback, is it the last 20 years of our relationship was amazing and the first two sucked? Or is it the first 20 sucked and the last 20 were great? balance itself out or is it all of it sucked and then the last year we got it together was the best year and all of a sudden the untimely demise of one of of one of the people had left gone was is that even a comeback at that point time is being expended here and you don't get that back although it is eternity the problem with that though is many of us don't delve deep enough into past life connection and we dang sure not born with an active memory of the relationship it is all as if it is lost but how do you determine these things at what point do like, how do you know that it's not self-undoing and self-sabotage? Two key words for Neptune, self-sabotage, self-undoing. You're not being at your greatest potential because the person next to you does not believe in you. And it will cause a rift for you to be great. And you heed your mission is going to cost you to leave that person to leave you that is tough that is tough that is tough that is tough it's exactly why this is something else that
0: Gates said a lot of men don't have these conversations no they won't like they suffer in silence because I was one of those men Especially being a provider. Especially when you're a provider. Because you taught that you got to do this. You got to do that. You don't. <laughs> and I meet so many men in the gym. That are depressed.
1: Man. I don't, man, listen. I don't think y'all know. And y'all should know. Because, see, let me tell you something, man. The God timing of Kevin Samuels in what? it all means is one thing you need to have a sit down and understand the battle of the genders man and woman and i'm talking about heterosexual relationships and this can go for homosexual relationships but you know what i'm getting at here you need to have a conversation with that kendrick lamar joint just said stop tap dancing around the conversation. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. That that one there. That's crazy. That whole that whole that's a masterpiece. That's a Broadway show that he did on that particular track, all right? So anyway, I want to introduce something to you, man. The cosmic paradigm, the cosmic conversation to you give you some food for thought and then ultimately hopefully we can see the solution. Okay? All right, and so the planet Pluto, right, is a planet that denotes, you know, uh, manipulation, power, control type of thing. Um, It entered the zodiac sign Libra October 6, 1971. Okay, and from 1971 all the way up to November of 83, and actually it retrograded back. But November 83, it went into Scorpio finally. So for like 22 years, Pluto was in Libra, but somewhere in 24, it did go back in Libra for a little bit. Then Pluto retrograde and came out of retrograde and officially went back into Scorpio. So anyway, there's like a 22, 23 year period from 71 to 83. And then again, some of the 84 babies as well. This is a whole generation of people who were born with severe relationship issues that is going to force. Here's a key word for Pluto, though. Metamorphosis. Transformation. This is your butterfly effect. See, oftentimes, especially in the West, uh, uh, it has to be some form of stress and trauma to get you to say oh man i need to wake up and do better and live my mission right because in the east they're born into cosmic knowledge they're born into spiritual knowledge it is the tradition of the east indian and asians to invoke spirituality in relationships it's not that in, in lifestyle it's not that they don't go through their turmoil But the truth of the matter is it's part of their culture to embrace spirit. Okay, not over here in the West. (laughs) No, not at all. So it's very dangerous over here. But it's a group of people that fall in this bracket, man. It's a large group of people here, man, that we are going to potentially struggle when it comes to relationships and, and the ones that are more like marriage because libra rules marriage okay and you got pluto here this is man this is a power struggle and then if you're a libra that means the sun is in the sun is here in libra because that's why you say you're libra the sun look like it's in front of libra when you were born It's libra season right and you got pluto here man that is a force to be reckoned with that is that is that is ego um that has to shatter so this special group of people, and even in Scorpio, for real, for real, where Pluto went back home, I always say this: Libra is the contractual agreement of the marriage, but Scorpio is the details of it because Scorpio and Pluto represents joint finances, it represents um, sex, it represents joint bank accounts, it represents um, estates, wills, right? Your last will and testament type stuff, who gets what when you die. The bank accounts, right? So, Scorpio is the details of the marriage. Libra is just the contractual agreement of the partnership, but the details of it and the action of it is Scorpio. Okay, so technically, if we did another twenty-two years or twenty years on average, from eighty-three up to what would that be? Oh three shit we talking from 71 to 03 is a whole group of people probably what 40 years more of people here that's going to have severe relationship issues and listen man when we look out into the landscape it ain't like we can't see it you understand what i'm saying like you can see it you know what i mean you witness it many of us are or have been in it okay so You need to have the butterfly effect. okay? maybe, maybe again, who's to say if you stay, it won't be a butterfly effect. But who's to say if you don't leave that it won't be a butterfly effect. I can't say I'm not here to say it is what you make it. The question really becomes, can the two of you get on the same page and say, listen. Just put it all on the line. It's either this or it's over. It's either this for us. Let's come up with an agreement on how we're going to win and have a great comeback in the rest of our lives together. And what are the non-negotiables? Right, because if it's non-negotiable and it's on your list and it's a non-negotiable for you, then it's called what? Irreconcilable differences. Ladies and gentlemen, I call that a square in the chart. What is a square? Well, it's like, you know, my favorite square is. You know, Pisces to Gemini. I always say it's four people in that relationship. If you understand Gemini, the twins. If you understand Pisces, Pisces is a water Gemini. Pisces got one fish going one way and other fish going the opposite direction. Hello, that's a contradiction. Gemini's Cain and Abel. Okay, so it's like four people in that relationship right there. Okay, so it's a very hard energy because one represents water and the other one represents air. The only time I see air and water do anything in a sense. is when you have to plunge crap out of a toilet and send an air bubble through it to clear the clog, like air and water is just not compatible. And since it's not compatible, that clears that clog. You understand what I'm saying? It's not a compatible element without using some type of earth element, an interface in between the two, in a sense, air and water, just don't click. Not like that. Okay. So, um, you know, what, what, what do you do when it's irreconcilable? If it's in unrecon- like that term is there for a reason. Well, you have to hurry up and identify if that is because, listen, ladies and gents, and we're going to get off of this thing because it's been kind of long. We have a great deal of work to do, all of us. If it is truly about our spiritual evolution as a light being, as a soul, the Kabbalah says it this way in the sense that, we're all it's like broken pieces of a mirror and we're putting those fragments back together to become whole. And whole is getting back to source, getting back to the creator, having a thorough knowledge of your existence, your mission. To grow, just to grow, to grow that inner light that's within you. And you know what I'm talking about? Then by all means, that has to be the top priority. Right. That it has to be the top priority to cultivate that. There's many self-destructing habits that we have, because remember, Neptune represents spirituality and it also represents enlightenment as well, because it's like the, it's the last sign of the Zodiac. Always oh, say God is finished with creation. Beautiful story that we have with Jesus, the son and the 12, you know, the 12 disciples, and the 12 constellations. And the last constellation is Pisces. Neptunian energy, imagination, and you know, vision and dreams, and you know, to see it in your mind's eye. This intuitive thing that comes to you—it's invisible. You know what I mean? Ooh, that triggers something. Because see, there is an invisible law that says Oprah always asks who you had to leave behind. So here's a question I ask you: What is the invisible law that is governing? and stopping you from getting to your highest level, even though, despite your efforts to try to figure out, and this is, this is for those of us that may be in a funk somewhere, you're doing everything and you know, your work life, you're trying to make advances and you're doing everything, you're an entrepreneur, you're doing everything that you can, but what is it that's governing and stopping you from getting to the next level? Because it's as if it knows something in your life needs to go. It literally has to go because this other stuff ain't going to be given to you no matter how hard you work. The job promotion, the notoriety, whatever it may be, it's not coming into you. Let go of some other things. That's some deep stuff. I call it the law of compensation. Which translates to the sacrifices That that always in the Bible that you got to come and you get this offering you have to give one thing in exchange for another thing. I'm not talking about the whole satanic stuff like that. I'm just talking about the law of compensation. You want to get muscle, burn fat, give it up, give up the hamburger or give up this free time you had and hit the gym. You have to trade off something to change the status to get to the new stuff no matter what it is, the old goes. You see what I'm saying? So what is it is the law of compensation. And it's never really talked about. It's never talked about. But that's what it is. And it's scary. And it's very intelligent, ladies and gentlemen, because it could be it can manifest itself in ways that is dangerous. It's called Donda West passed away as Kanye West was blowing up or Kanye West was in the accident, the wire before that became like, you know, he really blew up, you know, Jay-Z lost his nephew in, in, in in a, you know, in a car crash type thing before TDE and them really popped off. It was a young lady who, you know, allegedly committed suicide and fell off a tower. You know what I'm saying? Jennifer Hudson family get murked. You know, it's 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 the baby when the same day he found out he went number one, his daddy died. Now, that's some deep stuff. That's some deep ish right there. See, in layman terms, we say that's a physical sacrifice It's satanic. But let's just excuse that. Let's just say let's explore other possibilities, ladies and gents. What if it's something else? What if it's the law of compensation at work? And then, of course, that's going to ponder a question of, well, snap. What determines what the compensation going to be? Because <laughs> I don't want to be in an accident. I don't want to lose a family member just for me to get here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a very sensitive thing. And not the best thing. the answer I'm getting is it depends on your own individual karmas, as they will call it, okay? Past, present, future, your energy, what you're going to do. The best sharing that I can give to you would be take charge of your posts and walk your post in a perfect manner at all times, at all times, to the best of your ability, Okay. We're going to sign off with a little forecast here from now to June 11th. The planet Venus in the sky. Is strong at home in Taurus and it's going to catch up with. Uranus, the planet that deals with electricity, sudden sparks. Uranus is also a divorce factor, ladies and gentlemen, because it represents sudden change Venus can represent money, but it also represents marriage partners. Uranus represents the weirdo and something different. That energy will be in perfect alignment. You can't see Uranus without a telescope because it's so far away on June the 11th. The energies is there together now, but it will be exact on June the 11th. And then Venus will fade away and move away from that direct alignment officially out of what we call orb on June 21st, which is the summer solstice, which, by the way, you should be at a special location somewhere. I know I am going to a sacred location on a summer solstice so you can tap into the energy and bring heaven to earth and marry the energies. Okay, I will talk a little bit more about that in another episode. So from now to June 21st, with the 11th being direct. The positive side of Uranus inside Venus with Uranus together in Taurus, the money sign and Venus represents money. So that's double money in Uranus's technology. Hello. We may see a sudden change in money. Maybe it's a Bitcoin stock market fluctuation. Maybe this is an excellent time for you to pick a winner, because if you have energies here, maybe it can manifest in a great way in your favor. Uranus is unpredictable. So that could be up or down. Okay, but it's pointing to something with technology and money, okay? And possibly the group, because Uranus rules Aquarius, which is groups of people, so maybe it's a pool grouping money together as well in a sense. Friends grouping money. Okay. In far as relationships, because Venus has a dual nature of money, then it goes to relationships. Uranus is still weird, so maybe there's something that's unorthodox that's going to occur in a relationship at this particular time. The energy is not going to be there long. Like I said, it's from now to June 21st. So we got about 20 days. Today is June 1st. So we got like 20 days of this energy in totality. But see how you feel. See what's manifesting in in of itself. It's just a short period of 20, 20, 20, 20 20 to 21 day period happens the way Venus rotates once a year. You know what I mean? But just make an observation of how you feel when it comes to money, technology, groups of people, is opportunity there, relationships. Does right. something need to change. But as long as your unique individuality is being expressed, because Uranus represents the unique individual, as long as that unique individuality is being expressed, it's your genius, then everything's okay and nothing needs to change in a relationship. The divorce energy only comes up when your individuality, your uniqueness is being suppressed. See, all the planets are They're nothing more than a mirror of the different psychological human processes that takes place in our mind. The beautiful thing is they're externalized and now they can be measured. Thus, we can go into the future and be able to see the likely physical environment. That's the beauty about it. Okay, All right, man. So I hope you enjoyed this show, man. This episode, click thumbs up, get on the same page if that's what needs to be done And as Kendrick Lamar said at the very end, I'm going to put it right here. But subscribe, subscribe, share with a friend, rate the show. Give me all the thumbs up so we can get visibility and salute the gates and salute to Mike Rashid for having an awesome interview. Much appreciated and inspired.
0: Stop tap dancing around the conversation.